Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance, and today I am so thrilled to introduce the incredible Ermin Conejo, who is the principal dancer of the American Ballet Theatre, which many people, of course, will already know. So excited to be talking to him as he's just been awarded Dancer of the Year at this year's prestigious Positano Premier Le Dance, which is an incredible award ceremony and prestigious award that occurs every year and has actually been bestowed upon many distinguished artists in the past, including Margot Fontaine, Rudolf Nureyev, Carla Fracci, and more recently, um, Alicia Alonso, Natalia Otsapova, and the list is endless. Um, I've been to uh, Positano for this glamorous um, event and essentially, Positano is this beautiful uh, seaside um, Italian village in the Amalfi Coast, which has almost like uh, jewel-like um, coloured buildings falling down the mountainside into the ocean. And the world's best dancers come together for one night and perform on the stage on the beach. And they're awarded their... Uh, their awards at, a, at, a, at a, quite a glamorous ceremony. And this year, as I mentioned, Ehrman has been awarded the Dancer of the Year. So let's say hello and let's hear all about this incredible um, award. Hi, Ehrman, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to be talking to you ahead of the award ceremony, which I hear you're going to be flying over to Italy to receive, is that right? That's correct. Um, it will happen on September 1st. Um, so I'll be flying because I have a festival in Los Angeles so right before that. So I'll be flying back home to New York to change my luggage and straight into um, Italy to get the, the prize. So sounds like you're very much the, the jet setter um, flying all over, all over the place. But tell me, what does this award mean to you? Well, I I always find um, awards are um, kind of like a, a reward for what you've been doing throughout the years. Um, I don't think awards make you a better dancer, mm -hmm. but it's always very nice to be recognized. And, and this year especially is very special to me because I celebrate 20 years with American Ballet Theatre and so, you know, it's a great timing for me to be receiving this prize. Absolutely. 20 years is an incredible achievement um, and what a wonderful career to have with such an astounding company. But before we talk about, your, you know, the last 20 years, let's sort of go back and, and think about and talk about your your life growing up in Argentina, which is where you're originally from. You were, you grew up and studied dance in Buenos Aires. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, that's correct. I started actually in ice skating, believe it or not. Really? In South America. Yes, when I was six years old. Um, and that was my own decision. My parents took me to a, um, to, um, a place to choose from karate to soccer and many other sports, and I chose to do roller skating and ice skating. And 
and it was just a feeling in my body that I needed to move in a, in a certain way. It's, that's quite a unique choice, isn't it, um, for a very young, yeah. a young boy um, in Buenos Aires to be um, thinking about ice skating. And how did that lead you to, to um, ballet? Well, my sister started earlier when she was three years old. And so by the time I started ice skating, my sister was already doing ballet. And I will always go to pick up my sister with my mom. And I will see her in the studio. And I think I just fell in love with the, with the music in the studio, the piano. Mm -hmm. And I think also the fact that she was there, I guess I also wanted to, to be doing what she was doing. And so at the age of eight, I told my parents that I wanted to do ballet. And, you know, it was, at the beginning, it was a bit of a shock for mm -hmm. them because I was very shy at school. I never wanted to do um, any school uh, presentations. Um, but, but, you know, when I said what I wanted to do, it was more the shock of because I was shy, mm -hmm. but not because I wanted to be a ballet dancer. Uh, and they supported me from, from the beginning. And you've ended up uh, moving from Buenos Aires and you studied at the, Amer the School of American Ballet. Um, tell us about your experience of, of moving for when you were quite young. Well, I, um, I did my school in Buenos Aires and then my teachers applied um, to come to do a summer program, a summer course at the SAB here in New York, in which I got in. Um, and I came only for the summer, okay. uh, for a month and a half. I was 14 years old. And in that moment, the school wanted me to stay. Uh, but at the same time, I received a call from Julio Boca that had um, organized a, a small group, a small company in Argentina for young dancers. And he wanted me to join his company. So uh, for me, it was quite difficult to choose from leaving studies, uh, stop in a way being school for dance and join a, a in a way a professional company mm. because Julio, you know, uh, such a big star, he really put uh, dancers that uh, could dance and we were doing difficult uh, things. Um, but I think again, because my sister was already in that company, I decided to join Julio Boca's company uh, and to be with my sister. And I, I think it was a great choice, actually, to be next to Julio. And tell us about that experience. Um, how many years were you with the ballet company? With the uh, Ballet Argentino was for two years. And we did all five continents, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. And I remember that halfway, like the second year in the company, uh, we were doing this three-month tour. And Julio, of course, uh, started to get a bit tired, and they chose me to be the replacement for Julio for some performances. And that was just an incredible experience because I was only 15 years old and already replacing Julio in some of the performances. And actually through Julio, I knew American Ballet Theater, and that's why ABT became my dream company, uh, to in a way follow Julio's, Julio's steps. And how did you end up dancing with your dream company? Well, um, uh, Julio asked me to come and do here um, a special event for the Argentinian embassy. 
And with my sister, we flew to New York and did a, a tango part of day uh, for the embassies. And I said to Julio in that moment that I, in a way, wanted to follow his steps and I wanted to audition for the company. And he was very happy with the, with the decision uh, to move from, from his, in a way, small company and join one of the biggest companies in the world. And I auditioned for ABT when I was only 16 years old. And with my sister, we both got in. And since then, I've been part of this family. That is quite extraordinary to have been accepted into ABT at the age of 16. That's, that must yeah. have been quite a step for you. As you say, you went from this very small, but obviously an excellent starting place in terms of your company in um, Argentina and Buenos Aires to moving to New York yeah. and joining ABT. Tell us about that experience. That must have been crazy. Yeah, especially because it's down in Argentina, we do have a beautiful theater and a beautiful company, but unfortunately, um, um, the, the system of contracts that they have, um, you know, dancers don't retire until they're 65 years old. Oh. And so at my time, there were really no space for new dancers. So all my generation um, had to leave. Um, so it was, it was a must. Um, that after you finish school, you, you had to find your company elsewhere. And, um, but anyway, my dream was to be at ABT, and that's what I wanted to do from the beginning. Um, and it was, like you said, I was very lucky because I was very young. I guess um, after winning the gold medal in Moscow, that gave me um, a stronger uh, position to audition for American Ballet Theater. Because again, um, for the competition in Moscow, I'm still the youngest to win that competition in the senior division. That's a, that's uh, quite another that quite an extraordinary achievement. Sorry, uh, sorry about that. I was just saying that that was that's another quite extraordinary achievement. It's a very very prestigious yeah. and difficult competition. It was, and I think the fact that I was very young and I was underage. I literally had no, um, I won't say nerves, but I, was, I wasn't planning to really win the competition. I was just trying to do my best. And I trained really hard for the competition. And all of a sudden I was in the finals and, you know, when the final finished and they said, Herman Cornejo gold medal. I just, I couldn't believe it. Um, because uh, I'm, you know, I was underage. I yeah. wasn't supposed to be in that competition. And winning the medal, it was my opening the door for for what for what I am now. You must have had the biggest smile on your face when they announced the gold medal for that competition. It was truly, truly a dream. I was not expecting that. Um, actually, uh, a Russian lady. Um, who, you know, organized a competition there, didn't speak English, and we didn't speak English either. We spoke Spanish with my teacher. Um, she knocked on the door of our hotel um, to tell us that I was winning the gold medal, indicating her um, ring on her hand mm -hmm. that it was gold, and pointing at me like, you won the gold medal. And it was really, um, like I said, I, I wasn't expecting that. And this is what opened their doors at ABT. Um, 
Did you join straight into corps de ballet or what, where did you join the company? I joined in 1998 when I was 17, um, the studio company, uh, just for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they passed me into the big company uh, right away with an apprentice contract uh, during the med season of 98. And then in 99, they already gave me a core contract. That's, that's a very, very fast sort of um, uh, change, isn't it? It was fast. And I actually have a very particular story because um, when I was an apprentice and I did the med season, the spring season, um, I was doing um, soloist roles. Mm-hmm. And right after the med, uh, the company was going on tour to Japan and I was cast to do Bronze Idol. And Bronze Idol is already uh, categorized as a principal role. So, you know, I'm all there painted in gold and they realized that with an apprentice contract, I couldn't do a principal role. So they right away had to pull up uh, a core contract and made me sign before going on stage uh, (laughs) a core contract. (laughs) (laughs) How amazing. it's really incredible. And then from then on, I was in the core for only one year. I was promoted to soloist right away in 2000. And uh, three years later, I was promoted to principal when I was only 22 years old. And, and tell us about that moment when you were promoted to principal at the age of 22. They're all just dreams, you know, that they come true and you push, push, push so hard to get them. And then when you get them, it's really unbelievable. It's um, it's such a relief um, that you're getting your goals. Um, I, I had a little struggle here in the company because of my height uh, to do principal roles and I guess I'm very lucky to have Kevin McKenzie as my director because he he gave me the opportunity to to be doing the lead roles mm-hmm. and in three years he he promoted me so um, really now I look back and and see how much I I pushed and and I was nervous uh, that I wanted to get those positions and those uh, and those roles and uh, I can't think of any other company to be in right now. Do you still remember your first debut performance as a principal? Uh, Well, my first performance um, was doing the Nutcracker. That's always kind of the first role uh, the company gives to um, start promoting you and pushing you. Um, But after the Nutcracker, that is basically the the basic uh, principal role that you will get, um, my amazing experience was performing Don Quixote and this role came after an injury of a friend um, we were again on tour in Japan and unfortunately my friend got injured and he was uh, partnering Xiomara Reyes uh, who at the time was the principal with ABT and a very short dancer so perfect for me uh, the only thing is that I only had three days to learn the whole role. Oh, my goodness. Uh, which, you know, when you're young, you don't think you just do. Yeah. And I said to Kevin, I'll take the opportunity because this is this is my moment. I have to to show what I can do. 
And so I learned the whole piece in, in three days. I put it on stage. And the beautiful part of this is that Julio Boca, uh, you know, he's my idol, mm -hmm. not only because he's Argentinian, but, he, you know, he's an iconic uh, male dancer. Mm -hmm. um, he did his final Don Quixote with ABT the day before I did my debut um, oh. in this role. So for me, it was in a way um, kind of like passing the torch uh, to me because he was leaving ABT yeah. and I was the the next. Argentinian principal dancer in the company. You give me, you give me chills. Forever. <laughs> I, uh, you I, I get chills every time I think of this story. <laughs> Literally, they, I just got a, a wave of chills through me. That was that's. It's such a, a beautiful story, um, and I can see why that is so. So you know, a real special moment for you. Um, and you've gone on as as a principal now. You know what is it, 15 years coming up to as a principal um, dancer mm -hmm. yeah. with your dream company, having taken over um, that role. Looking back, though, over that 20 years, and you've just spoken about, a, you know, just a, even a, a, a few special moments. Are there other real special moments or special um, performances or moments in the last 20 years that you look back and think, that was extraordinary, I, you know, that really, for me, is memorable well i you know i treasure every performance with my partners um they're all unique and i love uh, performing with all of them but for some reason of course the performing with alessandra uh, alessandra ferry was mm. a special occasion um when she was asked to do romeo and juliet and she chose me to be her romeo uh, that was really um a highlight in, in my career for what she means uh, to the dance world yeah and performing Romeo with her at ABT and then because we felt so comfortable performing together we started doing more things and we did Romeo um, in Korea as well and and now we're just uh, a couple that um, connect very well and we're creating new new productions just for us which is beautiful and what do you think it is about your creative partnership that really works? Why do you think it works so well? Um, I don't know, because when I was asked to do, my first thing with Alessandra to do was Cherie. It was a play that we opened here in, in New York. Um, and we actually took it to the Limbury Theatre at the Covent Garden uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And... When we met in the studio, um, it was a, a first a first moment. We we connected so well together, and we were shocked in a way how well we connected. In fact, we it's a shame we don't have the same age that mm. to be dancing together the big full length ballet um, because we really feel a, a beautiful connection with each other. Um, but we still managed to, to do things that are appropriate for, for us. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that chemistry, it, it happens. You, you need to have it. It's, it's hard to, to create it when, when you don't have it. And she is such an extraordinary dancer. Um, absolutely. She's, she's just astounding, isn't she? It's incredible. I mean, when she uh, retired from ABT and 
from the world in general, it, it was a, it, it was a loss not to have her on stage and to see her come back after eight years of not doing anything. It's just shocking. And the fact that, you know, how she's dancing right now, you can't believe that she actually took six years off. It's quite breathtaking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really incredible. And actually she and Wendy Whelan, who is another American mm -hmm. dancer, yeah. um, are opening a door for, and more than a door, actually your, your view um, that a dancer's life can be longer if you're really smart in not only how to treat your body, but all, also in what things you can do at the age you are. Um, I think a dancer can, can dance for longer if you're smart. I think that's so important because, like you say, it is such a true monumental loss when these great artists feel that their time is up on stage. And, mm. you know, when they've got such a a dedicated um, and you know, sort of admiring following who would just love every chance to see them dance, even in their latter years doing different types of work. And so I think for audiences to be able to have or go to a platform that they're creating is just, I think, fantastic, really, really fantastic because we want to see these dancers continue to dance. We want to enjoy their creative output and, and share that long journey with them. So I think it's, I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, it is because, you know, sometimes often when you're in this career and you're in the peak of your uh, talent, you think of doing the Don Quixote, the Swan Lake, uh, but that's not all. There's so much more after the big full length. And the new creations in this case are as important and as beautiful. Um, like we just created um, After Ride with Wayne McGregor for American Ballet Theater. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, and I'm, I think it's going to be a masterpiece. Um, we're going to do it again at the fall season now in October. And He's so exceptional too. He's really, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so what do you, as, a, as an artist, what fulfills you? What makes you feel like you are continuing to, to grow and evolve? I think every show, uh, the, you, your next performance is, uh, for me at least, my next performance is my goal. And, uh, you know, to achieve a beautiful performance and to make uh, the people who came to see you that night um, dream or go a place where never been before or to feel something, either a laugh or cry. Um, I think that fulfills me and, and, and gives me joy. And, you know, I wouldn't do this just because of the technique. I do this because I love acting and I love um, sharing those emotions with, with an audience. And and I think this this uh, this field gives you that opportunity to um, experience all that. And you mentioned before you had um, some you know some issues, I guess, with your height. But are there any other challenges that you have faced over the last twenty years? We've talked a lot about some of the the highlights. Have there been other challenges that have come your way? 
Um, I guess, you know, the challenge um, for a male dancer is as well um, injuries mm-hmm. um, and and to be able to recover um, from then, uh, fully recover. Um, it's something that you can't escape, um, especially when you're considered a technical dancer. And, you know, in my years as a soloist, I was given all of the jumping roles. Mm-hmm. And and so you kind of push your body really, really hard to, to a limit that um, you end up injured a few times. And I have to say that I'm very lucky because I never had a surgery in my life. Um, now I'm 37 years old and uh, never had a surgery. So all my injuries um, were, you know, taking three months, maybe the longest, uh, to recover. But it is it is a challenge to go through them and to be able to be strong in your mind and knowing that you will be back stronger. And, you know, like I said before, maybe we think our ballet career is short um, and we always try to push um, even harder and try to recover even faster. But in those moments, you need to be really smart and focused that you need to recover 100% before coming back. So I guess those are the challenges as, as a male dancer that you need to uh, go through. And you mentioned you're 37, you know, 20, 20 years with ABT, um, 15 as a principal dancer, and talking about longevity of dance careers. Have you started thinking what might be next for you? Obviously, you've got a you know a good few years left in you yet, but have you thought about what yeah. the future looks like? Not really. I mean, I do think that my roles are going to be changing, of course, mm-hmm. and um, taking a different road uh, from from the classics. But honestly, I was very worried when I turned 30 what I, what I was going to do next. Really? And now that I'm 37, I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt better. And I honestly think that I have 10 more years. Maybe that's a bit too much, but that's how I feel right now. Very strong in my body, very strong mentally. And and I guess all the experience that you get through the years, uh, at this moment, it's a, it's a confident moment um, where you, you know what to do with your body uh, to treat it better, to dance better, uh, and to feel better. So I, my, my view for now is to keep dancing um, the best I can uh, in the full length and, of course, the new creations. I was just created a new piece by uh, Justin Peck, and it was my debut with sneakers on stage. Really? And, you know, all these new things, new additions to my life are incredible. Like, Dan, I would never thought I would be dancing with sneakers and here I am performing uh, a beautiful piece by Justin Peck uh, in sneakers. So, you know, these things are opening my eyes to what my future could be. There's lots of um, new work to explore out there, but what was it like dancing in sneakers? Uh, very strange at the beginning. It's, there's a certain feeling that you don't get with ballet shoes, um, it's it's like you feel so grounded um you in a way feel more 
powerful to move around, but yet you don't have the ability, for example, to point your foot all the way. Um, and so that doesn't give you the strength to jump as high. So it's a very completely different way. And I, I just quite love that it gives you a different way of movement. And that's what I just love to find new ways of, of moving your, your body. And, and how was working with Justin Peck? And you've mentioned Wayne McGregor and you've um, had leading roles created for you by Twyla Tharp and Ratmansky. What was it, what's it like working with those incredible artists? I really loved uh, working with Justin. I think he's such a beautiful human being um, that it reflects uh, in the studio when he's working with you. Um, his work is very organic on your body and and just the humanity you know the way he will uh, talk to you in the studio it's you will do anything for him um and we had actually it was a rush because we were at this festival in bell colorado mm -hmm. and we only had five days to put a 15 minute piece together and he created it so peaceful uh, and it was so smooth that we just couldn't believe it how calm he was uh, to create this 15 minute piece in five days. Now that's a, that's quite a, a timeline, isn't it? That's really quick. Yeah, yeah, it is. And hopefully um, he will be doing things for ABT now, so we will uh, work together again. Um, but it's someone that I would love to keep working with. And with all these different types of roles, you said the big classics and the new work, how do you, or do you have a particular way in which you prepare for your performances? As you mentioned, each performance for you is your next focus. And so I'm just interested if you've got a process that you go through. Yes, um, I, you know, I uh, focus in the, in the acting in every role, even, even if it's an abstract piece, uh, for me, what drives me is that um, it's kind of like that acting that I can put into the into the role. Um, and of course, for the full length ballet, uh, to me, that's like seventy or eighty percent of the of the night, um, connecting with your partner and really delivering a story that people uh, will will believe. I wanted to make it believable. And and that takes a lot. It takes a lot because you not only have to be uh, that person, that role, that character, but you also need to make it believable with your partner. And unfortunately in ABT, we don't have that much time to put things together. Uh, we rehearse only for a few weeks before we start um, our seasons. So it is a, it is a hard work um, here in the company to to set all these ballets, but at the same time, I just love uh, working working that way and putting many, many hours um, in, in just, you know, the acting. And as you say, you're with your dream company. Tell us what does your average day look like if you, if you have one? Uh, sorry, say that again? What, what does your sort of typical day look like with ABT? You mentioned well, there's not um, much time. Take, uh, yeah, we take our class at 10, 15 in the morning uh, from Tuesday to Saturday. 
And our rehearsals go until 7 p.m. without having a break. Um, sometimes you'll be lucky and you're not in a ballet, uh, so you will have a moment to rest and have lunch. But usually we will rehearse from 12 to 7, and that would be a normal day. Of course, when you have the performance, you start at 10.15 again in the morning, you go until 5, and your show starts at 7 until 9 or 10. So there's a lot of you know hours there just for um, your career, for, yeah. for your passion. Um, and we do that five days a week, six days a week when we have the shows. Uh, all year round um, like now I'm taking a break but that's something that um, my ash- my girlfriend put together because I never do and she was like you need a rest <laughs> and so I'm going a on holidays, holiday but, um, <laughs> yeah um, because I need it not only physically but mentally um, but it's long long hours of training um, every day all year long and as you say, it's your passion, it's your career, it's your love, it's your dream company. Um, but how do you stay motivated when you have to get up sort of the, every single day and keep doing the same long hours and the same challenges? Well, the motivation is that it's my passion. I mean, I wake up and, uh, you know, some people, I sometimes when I have interviews, they say, oh, have you left things at home or... Do you leave things that you like to do because of your dancing? And no, my dancing is what I want to do. Um, you know, being in, in these companies where I want to be. And so uh, that's my inspiration every day to be where I want to be. And, you know, ABT is a touring company. Mm-hmm. So our office, in a way, it's around the world, um, performing in different theaters around the world. So it's, it's unique and it, it can get better than that. So it's, um, like you said, it doesn't feel like work. Um, and yes, you're working very hard, but when it's your passion, it's very fulfilling. Absolutely. And the final question um, that I always love to ask, and particularly with your, your career, what advice would you have for other young male dancers who may be listening to, to this um, conversation and listening to your own journey and thinking, actually, I would love to be able to have a career as incredible as your own? What advice would you have for them? Well, I think my advice is that, uh, especially to these generations, to don't get distracted and really put attention to every single class, every single teacher. Um, because now I, when I think back, I think of corrections um, that I was given when I was 12, for example. And, you know, every teacher will have something good to tell you and might not um, serve you in the moment, but maybe 20 years later, you're like, oh, I got that correction 20 years ago and now, now I need it. Um, so really um, put attention in every class and watch as much as they can. Uh, rehearsals, performances. I remember when I was an apprentice that I wasn't dancing much. I will sit backstage and watch every single show of ABT um, with this amazing um, artist like Alessandra, Julio, um, Jose Carreño, Isan Estifo, 
and I would just watch every single show and that would make you a better artist because you learn from watching. Absolutely. That's such great advice. And again, congratulations on being awarded Dancer of the Year. Um, and I hope you have an amazing time in Positano. And thank you so much thank for you. your time and, and sharing um, that wonderful story with us. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much. And for listeners, definitely check out Instagram, check out ABT to find out uh, where the shows are coming near you. As mentioned, it's a touring company, so you should be able to get a chance to, to check out their performances soon. Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.